Today is Leap Day. It is February 29th. This day comes around once every four years. And, uh, you did it, folks. <laughs> yeah, we you made, made it. it. We, you made it. I mean, actually, when you think about everything that's happened since the last Leap Day, it really is like a, you made it. You, yeah, right. There, of all the things that everybody went through, right, COVID wasn't a, like, well, it was literally, what, two weeks after? Two weeks. Two weeks after the Leap Day is when everything kind of shut down. Cool. And it, it, think of everything that's happened since. And that got me thinking, right? I'm thinking Leap Day. I'm thinking, oh, look at all this has happened since. How was our sports life different? The triangle sports life, how was it different? So I've gone through ACC football, ACC basketball, Hurricanes, Mm -hmm. and Panthers. And I've drawn up all the ways our lives are the same and all the ways our lives are different in our fandom since the last Leap Day. So if, you know, somebody leapt, uh uh-huh. From last leap day to today, and they said, "What did we miss? What has changed?" I'm prepared to to fill them in. Uh, Dennis, I'll let you uh, kind of play DJ here. Which one do you want to go with? ACC football, ACC basketball, Canes or Panthers? Well, we just talked Canes, so let's go right from there. Canes. Last leap day, second season under Rod Brindamore. It feels like Brindamore has been around as the coach since, like, the timelines don't make sense. It's mm-hmm. like. Like, four years before he retired as a player, it feels like he took to, took over as the coach. He's been here at least 15 years, right? No. Last leap day was just his second season under Brindamore. And even though obvious, it, like, increases were made, right? Obvious um, ab- above, you know, the play was getting better. It still was not a certain thing, right? There was still like, well, can he repeat what he did in year one? Can they build off of? Was that a flash in the pan? Was that the new coach bump? Uh, it's come a long way in the four years since then. This is a better thing, kind of a where were you moment. Uh, David Ayers had just played in that, I don't even know how to describe it, that crazy backup goalie thrown in get the win game. Yeah, he was the emergency backup goalie when the Canes were in Toronto. So James Reimer and Peter Mrazek both got hurt during that game. So in the NHL, there's what they call the e-bug, the emergency backup goalie that's just in the arena he's, and he's every like single a, game. Like a guy. He's he's a Zamboni driver. Yeah, he's a concessions worker. He's, yeah. No, he, he's legit. He's a Zamboni driver. I, I just mean yeah. the e-bug is, is, could be anybody, right? Oh, yeah, it could yeah. be anybody. It could be like someone who works in finance. Yep. You never know. Just somebody that can be there enough. There's usually a couple that rotate through for each each arena. Uh, they could just be there for a bunch of games watching. And he went in and got the win. Yeah. That's unreal. That story was, you know, one of the cooler stories of the year. Uh, and that had just taken place. Like, what was it, a week and a half before? It was that recent just for last leap days. day. Uh, here's the interesting part about the Canes, though. Most of the top guys were around. They were just younger. Right? If if you look near the top of the, the point scorers for the Canes, it was Aho at just 22 years old. It was Tavo Teravainen. It was Svech. Uh, Slavin was up there, right? A lot of the same guys. There was also Dougie Hamilton, Warren Fogle. Nino was still around. Uh, but it's kind of like the guys, they, they had just traded for Brady Shea five days before Leap Day. Yep. Traded a first-rounder for Brady Shea. So in a lot of ways, basically, four years ago, last Leap Day, the foundation for all of the good things we've experienced with the Canes 
was already laid. The, the foundation was already set, and they pretty much just had to execute on it for four years, and they've done that to be in the position they're in now, right? Rod Brindamore had been chosen to be the guy to take him the 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 rest of the way, and he was doing that. Aho was being featured even as a young player to let him experience that, so he'd be one of the best in the NHL four years later, and so he would be someone they'd want to sign to a whatever it was seven eight year extension like all of that is work Svetch still obviously a big part of the 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 lineup Slavin Shea was a move that they obviously would make again Pesci was around too Pesci was around uh you know there's there's something to be said for looking back and going actually a lot of the things they put in place then we see what they were built into now and it's what they intended to right it's not like like I'm thinking of like the Niners, right? The Niners, hey, we drafted this guy third overall at quarterback. Then you flash forward and you're like, yeah, we traded him, but we're starting the seventh rounder. Well, that wasn't your plan, right? That wasn't how you expected things to go. Brock Purdy was not your your plan A. But when you look at the Canes, it's like, well, their plan was probably to have Aho and Svetch be the two best guys on the, uh, in the forwards, and they are. And your plan was probably for Rod Brendamore to still be around in building, and he is. And your plan was probably for Slavin and Shea to be anchoring the defense. They are. Like, it's it's the plan was there, and it's worked for the most part since the last leap day. Where do we go next? ACC football, ACC basketball, or Panthers? Let's go ACC basketball. ACC basketball might be my most favorite. Yeah. Uh, last leap day, these are some of the coaches that were coaching in the ACC. Roy Williams. Still around. Coach K. Still around. Mike Bray. Still around. Jim Beheim. Still around. All still coaching. Last night, I watched Roy Williams and Coach K doing like the old guys get together and talk special. Oh, yeah. I missed that last uh, night. It was actually pretty good. They're, they're, yeah, I don't know if every basketball player that's ever been recruited knows this, but they're two pretty charming guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, they know how to work a room, if you will. Uh, they were both still coaching. This was pre- Roy Williams retiring. This was pre, uh, you know, Coach K's retirement tour. We didn't even know the retirement tour was coming yet. You know who was in the top 25? Louisville. After watching last night. God. Say you thought that team was was a top 25 team four years ago. Looked like they had been in decline for 25 years. Here's a, here's a, Probably an underrated player in ACC history. Uh, Trey Jones was the the ACC Player of the Year and the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. That's right. That is rare somebody wins both. Patrick, and then this is, you know, some things change, some things stay the same. Uh, just because I feel like 10 times this year, because so many teams from the Triangle and Wake Forest have played Florida State. And I'm always saying they always have like a 6'7 to 6'10 Super lanky, super athletic. That's just what they recruit. Uh, That year, Patrick Williams and Devin Vassell were the two top drafted players out of the ACC, both lottery picks, drafted higher than Cole Anthony out of UNC. Obviously, Trey Jones and Vernon Carey and and, and Cassius Stanley out of Duke. Uh, They're exactly what Florida State always has. Mm -hmm. I feel like they always have like a pick four to 12 lanky athlete Needs to work on a jump shot, but is going to be able to defend at the next level right away. They just always have that guy. Whether he's drafted that year or he's like a, a freshman that's going to come back for one more year, they just always have that guy. They had two of them that year. So some things change, like every main coach in the conference. Some things stay the same. 
like Leonard Hamilton recruiting the same archetype to Florida State. The more they change, the more they stay the same. Uh, ACC football or, or Panthers? One added note on that, Armando Baycott was a freshman. Yowzers. I did not notice that. Baycott was a freshman. He played with Cole Anthony. Yeah. He He's the same recruiting class as Cole Anthony. I think so, yeah. Wow. Let's go ACC football real fast. That's a good one. ACC football. This is my favorite part of this one. Mm-hmm. David Cutcliffe was the coach at Duke. Wow. Manny Diaz was the coach at Miami. <laughs> now, how times have changed. Now, Diaz, is, two coaches later, Diaz is the coach at Duke. Some things stay the same, right? So Duke has gone through so much transition. Some things stay the same. UNC, coached by Mac Brown, underperformed with a future NFL quarterback. What has changed? It was Sam Howell then, Drake May now, Mac Brown, UNC, a lot of hype, underperformed. Uh, it was rock bottom last leap day. That's what we're doing. We're going back to last leap day. It was rock bottom for the NC State Dave Doran era. Finished 1-7 in conference that year. That's right. The worst record of his tenure other than his first year when he went 0-8 and was you know, obviously rebuilding everything that was before. And... Clemson was the only ACC-ranked team in the final AP poll, and they were second in the country. Makes sense. Which is why, with the news that maybe the ACC is getting two auto bids, there were years where there were not two deserving teams of any kind of college football playoff in the ACC. That was one of them. Clemson, probably a one or a two seed. Whoever else is the ACC auto bid, Probably should be in whatever the football equivalent of the first four in Dayton would be. <laughs> get, get, get them out early. Uh, and then lastly, Panthers. The Panthers, I think, have the most just hectic four years. Four years ago, February, the last February 29th, was a month and a half into the Matt Rule era. So he had been hired a month and a half ago to run the Panthers. Luke Keekley had just retired essentially within the last month. Mm-hmm. Luke Keekley. That I was, was like a, a, I think it was a week after Matt Rule got hired. That was so surprising. I was going, he's got another seven years of being maybe the best middle linebacker in football. Uh Cam was released less than a month from now. So we're sitting here February 29th, last February 29th. Cam Newton is still a member of the Panthers. Luke Keekley is recently not a member of the Panthers. Matt Rule had just taken over the Panthers. Teddy Bridgewater was about to be signed as a member of the Panthers. And all of that in the the the, the echo, the shadow of just a couple of months ago, Christian McCaffrey finished a 1,000 and 1,000 season. 1,000 rushing, 1,000 receiving yards, which, for my money, is one of the most impressive things you can do in sports. It happens so rarely. It's Marshall Falk. It's Roger Craig. It's Christian McCaffrey. I think there might be one other. Well, Damian Tomlinson, maybe? Maybe. I don't – but it's like, you know, there's, what, like 30 perfect games in baseball. There's – just a how many thousand yard passers how many uh, or thousand yard receivers there's thousand and thousand in the four years since christian mccaffrey traded made it to an nfc championship made it to a super bowl cam newton uh not on the team back on the team there's patriots at some point in time there's a podcast involved there's a fight at a seven on seven tournament he's done it all he's done it all <laughs> Luke, look at coaches Luke Keekley, I still think, 
could come back and play right now. If, if Luke Keekley, him and uh, Greg Olson were talking at the Super Bowl on, on Radio Row, they looked like it was like, hey, get the band back together. Let's go play. Um, what four years can do, man? Anything about because Rule was hired. Since then, he's been fired. And you had Steve Wilkes. Then you had Frank Reich. Then you had Chris Tabor as the interim. Now you're at uh, Dave Canales. Yep. <laughs> Like all, and, all since well, that last so we're actually down. in a very similar position. Yeah. Very similar position. First, new, yeah. new coach, a little bit of optimism around an offensive-minded head coach. Cam still not on the team. Christian McCaffrey still not. It's, hey, a little, uh, little bit of history repeating itself. Tepper's still the owner. Nobody with a 1,000-1,000 season anywhere near the Panthers right now. Tepper is still the owner. Tepper is still the owner, which – that feels more like Groundhog Day than Leap Day. <laughs>